We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of The Mark Reardon Show is sponsored by Gamma Tree Experts. Your trees deserve the best care. Call Gamma Tree Experts. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Fish Fry Fridays. We're in Eureka at Most Sacred Woo! Heart Church, having a great time. We did the round table. Now the room is somewhat full. The line was building as the four o'clock start was kicking off a few minutes ago. Sue Thomas is here. Jane's hanging out. The mayor of Eureka, Sean Flower. We got Fred and Abby. But hang on just a little bit because Sue's news is coming up along with Paul Hall and Frank Cusimano. We have to start with Dave Murray. And not necessarily about the weather around here, but I'm very curious about the weather in California because. Much of the West is just getting hammered with snow. Dave, how are you this afternoon? I'm doing great. Before we get to the Western weather, I just want to, we've been talking about it for a couple of days, but a hard freeze is on tap for the St. Louis area Monday night and Tuesday morning. So daffodils, crocuses, things like that will be okay. But Bradford pears are in bloom. They're, they're going to have a little bit of a problem and some other things. We'll, we'll have a problem Monday night. Sue's not happy about Dang that. It. She's shaking her head. She's not happy, Dave. Yeah, it's a weird. Those, you know, we kind of got spoiled in February. Peonies. Yeah, okay, listen. I went to look at them the other day, and they are still buried under leaves, Dave. I mean, I can see the top, but I don't have to worry about them yet, right? No, not, not at okay. all. They'll be okay. They'll be okay. Oh, I said this earlier this week. I was last weekend, Dave. I was going to clean the garage and like do it the right way, you know, with the power washer, get every all the salt oh, yeah, out. And I thought, yeah. you know what? It's going to snow again before yes! March is up. So I did not yes, do it. I hope I'm wrong about early. that, but we'll see. Yeah. Too early. Yeah, I think it's too early. All right. So what is going on out there with the crazy snow? You know, it's just a uh, you know, it's another uh, very active weather pattern. We're seeing that it translates to the weather in the Midwest. That's why we've been so gloomy and we're wet again tomorrow afternoon. But, uh, you know, storm after storm, the difference right now is that these are warm core low pressure systems that are coming in. So the snow levels up around 65, 7,000 feet. Uh, but even up there, they're still going to see another, you know, three, four, five feet of snow. Uh, but the rest of it is all rain. And that's kind of bad for some of the lower elevations that have gotten so much snow because that will compact the snow and it will lead to some, some slides. It will lead to roofs collapsing, mud flows, things like that. So it, it's, it's either one or the other out west, either it's bone so. dry or sopping wet. Yeah, no in between because you've gone now, the drought's over. I think it's safe to say the drought's over, but now you've got mudslides to worry about, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then, yeah, and it does appear that for about 80, 85% of the state, the drought is over. But what that will also do is the vegetation will go crazy 
in the spring and the summertime. And that should lead to wildfires because the vegetation will be out of control. That's awesome. always something. Great news out there. All right, wow. what about our weekend forecast before we let you go? Uh, a little yeah, rain, it, rainy and cloudy, right? Right. The next batch of rain will come in, uh, let's just think, Saturday afternoon up until about 8 o'clock Saturday evening. Sunday, time change weekend. Don't forget we spring ahead. But Sunday will be gloomy to start. Sun should start to reappear going through Sunday afternoon. But it's windy and chilly in the 40s. Sunset on Sunday is a little bit after 7 o'clock. Only 41 for the high temperature on Monday at the partly sunny skies. And and 25 degrees Monday night into Tuesday morning. Uh, That's not exactly golf weather for next week, Dave. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. (laughs) Yeah, the the first part, you know, up through Wednesday will be kind of cold, and then we should start to moderate a little bit. But not a lot. Appreciate the update. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. All All right. right. Uh, Let's do Sue's News this afternoon live from Most Sacred Heart Church in Eureka. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. And now, Sue's News. Brought to you by Sue. First of all, I would like to say, Fred, I can see your glasses and they are filthy. Can I clean those? What is happening? Can <laughs> you even see? Yeah, don't tell me that on air. Thank you. Oh, well, sorry. She does about it to that. me a lot, though. She notices well, my. I've just done a better job, I, I think. Can't, I really can't imagine have. you can right. see. By the way, Fred went to play bingo last night. How'd it go, Fred? Oh, it went great. We went to the Elks Lodge in uh, High Ridge. And? My wife, my sister-in-law, Jackie, my brother-in-law, Glenn, and we agreed to pool all of our winnings. Uh-huh. Should we win anything? And? And Jackie, my sister-in-law, won the first game for $80. Dang! And then we won nothing the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> so we each got $20, so it paid for our way in. Good so it worked you, out Fred. great. It was a lot of fun. Well, you got you spent 20 bucks and you play. Yeah. This is like right around from where I live. I, I'm think, I think I have to hit the BFW hall. I was going it's gambling. Lodge, it's great. How is Mark not there? Yeah, where was my invite? Yes. <laughs> I love bingo. I'll go with you anytime. Sean, Come do on, they have, uh, they have bingo out here in, in Eureka? Yes. They do? Yeah. Okay. okay. Big, 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 bigger pots than $80 because well, I'm looking we, for a little bit more than yeah, that. Yeah, we don't like to get that kind of, that high in the action. So <laughs> well, Fred's a high Fred, roller. Yeah. I think we all know. Yeah. So yeah. That was, that was uh-huh. crazy. I hope you paid taxes on that. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, 174 years ago today, that's in 1849, Fred, an okay. Illinois attorney filed a patent for an inflatable airbag to lift grounded boats off of sandbars. And the inventor was Abe Lincoln. Day wow. two of Abe Lincoln on uh, Sue's wow. News. But he was too busy uh, with his political career to do anything about it, and he never actually did anything. He got the patent in May. He applied for it on this day in history. But he never did anything with it because then he became a big politician. Isn't wow. that interesting? And 143 years ago today, in 1880, the Salvation Army arrived in the U.S. because it was created in England, if we did not realize that. And I did not realize that. So it got here 143 years ago today. And 20 years ago today, in 2003, ACDC, the police, the Clash, Elvis Costello, and the attractions, the Righteous Brothers, were all inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, we still had rock acts to put in there. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, we don't have that anymore. Right? right. 
Okay. And we saw that Robert Blake passed away. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. I did yeah. not see that. Yeah, he was yeah, he 89. He, that was older than I thought he would be. I, I kind of thought so, too, but, but help me out here, because no, I, I watched Beretta, and Fred, who, right. name of the bird. Who knows the name of the bird? I don't know. Fred. I never watched Wasn't it. Wasn't it Fred? Oh, I, I didn't know that. I think, oh, wasn't his bird's name look, the cockatoo? Look it up, Tim. Yeah, look it up. Thank okay, you. Look it up. They, were, they were all staring at just I know. Like oh, come on, Fred. Because yeah. he knows. But <laughs> wasn't he involved? That was like a murder thing, too, wasn't Oh, yeah, there? yeah, yes. yeah. He was probably best known. He was acquitted in the murder of his wife. And then he lost a civil case to her family for $30 million. Uh, It's kind of OJ-esque in mm. that uh, similarity. He, By the way, he was also on Our Gang. From 1939 yeah. to 1944. Yeah. Fred was uh, one the name of the, the bird, too? Yes. What yeah. was the bird's name, Jane, does it I'm say? I think it was Fred, I really do. But yeah, he passed away at 89. And I, Jane I is I should there. know that. All Freds seem to know each other. I should yes. know Fred, Come Fred, on, Fred. Fred was one of the three cockatoos who appeared. There you go. Good job. I got one right. Like, Wait, what were the other ones? Well, I think they're saying Lala. Okay. And I got. I can't find the third one. Well, but, why would they there even... But they say there were three, but we'll only give you two, and you have to dig for the yeah, third. You absolutely. Know, you know, why would the kids need TikTok when they've got this kind of information? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's That's what I mean. They need only tune in to uh, us. Yeah, I mean, this is it. Well, for Jane, it's National Ranch Dressing Day. Do you like ranch? I yes. I like ranch. I do. And Hidden Valley announced a new ranch dressing ice cream, of course. Uh-uh. Yeah. It will be okay. hitting Walmart yeah. stores later this month. Anyone? Am I bringing that no. in for a taste test? I don't think we're going to do that. Am I bringing in for a taste test, Abby? Of course. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah, Fred yeah. wants it. It's Fred a limited it. time thing. You only have two months to try it. They'll start selling it on March the 20th. It'll be around through the end of May. And, Jane, Almost it's here. Van Leeuwen, Van L-E-E-U-W-E-N, which makes lots of weird flavors. They make it. All right, here's what they <laughs> – this is how they promote the flavor. It is, quote – Savory flavors of ranch, including buttermilk, flavorful herbs, and a touch of sweetness. Oh. People who tried it said, there's an oniony smell that's kind of, quote, off-putting. <laughs> I don't think that's a okay, surprise. Okay, I think I need to buy it. Bring I, it I, in. Can, you know, I think I need to. I talk about these weird food combinations yes. quite a bit, and I can, I can get past a lot of them. Sure. This is not one I can no, that's get fair. on board with at all. Uh, they say it did taste better than they expected. Okay, then I looked up some facts. <laughs> oh, there's a <laughs> rainbow. It's, it's, it's a low. It's a very low bar. They had bacon. Yeah. Uh, uh, facts about ranch dressing. It was invented by a plumber named Steve Henson, who was cooking for his construction crew in Anchorage, Alaska in 1949 and perfected the recipe. Wait a second, we didn't have ranch dressing till 1949? Yes, See, that in and of itself is pretty fascinating to me. Yeah, and it was just a guy in Alaska who said, I'm going to work on my buttermilk dressing recipe, and he came up with this. It's pretty nice. Hopefully he's rich. Uh, A guy in Florida just broke the record by doing 3,000... 264 push-ups in an hour. How many can you wow. do, Mark? Wait, what was the question? <laughs> I was trying to hear. I was trying to hear your sound, your let music me, let me in the answer. background, and three, I couldn't hear it. Three. So I was listening for that. Go ahead. A guy in Florida just broke a world record by doing 3,264 push-ups in an hour. Yeah. How many could you do in an hour? Three. Fred, what's your number? Uh, three. 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 <laughs> I guessed it. Approximately three, and I don't. I can't even guarantee you the third one would be in form, but I could do two. He was 60 years old. God bless him. That's awesome. So over the past year, he did 160,000 push-ups to train for it. And that is a serious amount of push-ups. Now, did you know that Tom Cruise... Okay, I I read this today, and I thought, I didn't realize he had this dream. But Tom Cruise apparently 
wants to shoot a movie in outer space. Anyone surprised? No. No. He's my, he's my height. To. He's my height. Is he really? He's like 5'4". Yeah, that's right. You're about that he's same. He's not super tall. No, he's They not. just he's released a trailer, though, because the Russians have beat him to it. The Russians wow. have already shot uh, a movie in space, and they released a trailer for it. It's called The Challenge, and they made it on the International Space Station in 2021. It's about a surgeon who has to perform heart surgery on a cosmonaut in orbit because he can't return to the Earth. And they've got wow. a Russian actress up there, and her patient is an actual Russian cosmonaut because they couldn't send too many people up there. Now, the actress and her director underwent these rigorous training before blasting off. It took them 12 days to shoot it. And this was all before Russia invaded the Ukraine, and it's due out in April. Isn't that interesting? I would like to see wow. it just to see. Absolutely. And they didn't know. invite Tom Cruise. They I know. Could have gotten him. It seems kind of weird to me. And Joe Rogan has opened his own comedy club to get around cancel culture. He called it Comedy Mothership in Austin, Texas. And he's positioning it as anti-cancel culture venue. And on opening night, he said, quote, you can't fire me from my own club, so if you want to say what you ever want to say, come do it in Austin at my new one. Wow. Okay. No cancel zone. Nope. It's I really mean, it's, not it's that bad. It's a great disappointment to me that more comedians haven't come forward and, and yes. been resistant to cancel culture because it's their livelihood. Well, look at how they tried to go after Chris Rock for his Netflix special. Yes. And I'm like, come on, people. Did you ever watch that, Sue? No, I have haven't. You, I've probably you watched have you. Abby, nobody and watched it. Was, Sean, it did you watch very... it? The Chris Rock one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. So it's is fantastic. it good? Oh, it's yes. very good. Okay. And it's, it's one of those mixed, that's fast. Actually. No, yeah. it's real fast, and he's yes. funny. But, Gene, it was it, also very similar to the show he yes. did here. There okay. was some new stuff, which I was happy about, but it was very similar to what he had tried here. What did he add? Was it more about what? Or was it just in more general? More about his, his daughters. Okay. Um, but same theme. I mean, the theme is still there. And, you know, the victimhood. And, I mean, he kind of went after oh. some of the themes. It was nice. And he went at, He did more on the slap. Yeah, that's what I heard. Oh, that's Mike. fair. Well, they promo- they, he better have because they promoted it that way. Yes. Uh, if you can't see and you use subtitles on Netflix, uh, they are now letting you change the text size. <laughs> Is it you, Abby, who watches all this stuff with text? I watch everything with subtitles. My kids I do, too. Why do, you, why do the kids love it? I hate it. Because I, I like to too. read as I watch. Sometimes but I But you're don't not understand. 18. This is what, I don't understand this. What is the deal? You can't, doesn't it distract you when you're reading the, the words from seeing the pictures? No, because I make sure I get every word because I see it. Oh, all right. Wow. Abby, why do you like it? Sometimes I just don't hear what they say, and I need to, to read it instead. That's very interesting. I to told me. you the one the one thing where I gave my my kids would do this during and it would drive me crazy and it does drive me crazy because I always have to turn it off when I'm like they're using my Netflix in Columbia or wherever then I have to turn off closed captioning. But when they watched Game of Thrones, that's a show that you could miss dialogue easily. Now you don't that understand. I get. So they I get. watched it with Game of Thrones. So yes. I, I understood that. But then some people and Jane, it sounds like you're one of these people that just does it all the time. I do. And have I think the closed I captioning. Think, yes, and I think I'm just used to reading. It doesn't distract me because I I just I think my eyes. So my friend in Vegas, Rick, does it, too. When I go to his house, I, I force him to take I don't know why he does it, but I actually force him to take it off. It drives me so crazy. Good. I hate them. it. Sometimes you have to move them because sometimes they put them, like, right In the middle of the pictures. Yes. Right. you got to make sure it's on the bottom. No, all my friends won't even read a book. they got to listen to it. So I'm associated with people who are the exact opposite of you guys. <laughs> they they do not want to read at all. It, they ever. just want to hear so it. They want to hear it. So they're riding around listening to books. They want to read me. a book. That's me. Oh, so see, I'll read a book. I just don't want to see it on my movie. All right. They've got three different text sizes, so you can now adjust it 
small, medium, large. You could choose from colors at Abbey. You can do whatever you want to it. And they say, here's why. 77% of Netflix is streaming on these huge TVs. So, you know, they've got to make it so you're able to actually read it now and make it bigger. Although you could probably read it before, couldn't you? You can also just listen to the dialogue. Hello. It's this crazy thing. Yeah, try to watch Bans Banshees of Insurance and see if okay. you don't need subtitles. That's actually subtitles. a good point. It, like, it takes me a while, even it, with the English, English accent, to catch up. Yeah. I get they're, it. They're speaking, it's different. It's a different It's different. Thing. So it I, different. I, I had the closed captioning on. It was very helpful. Now that I understand. And finally in Sue's News, we have today's random fact. I have one for Fred, and I've got one for... All right, I'm going with this one. WD-40 got its name because it took the inventors 40 tries to get its formula right. That's what WD-40 means. I like and it. that's I it like for it. Sue's News. That's a very good That's awesome. That I love that. Well See, so you learn things on the Mark Green Show via and courtesy Sue Thomas, ladies and gentlemen. Paul no Hall's going to join us as we're live at Most Sacred Heart Church in Eureka for Fish Fry Fridays. Plenty still to come. Paul's going to talk entertainment. Frank Cusimano a little later this hour. Mayor Sean Flower is going to join us again at 5 o'clock. A whole lot more, plus an audio cut of the day on St. Louis's home for conservative talk, 97.1 FM Talk. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, welcome back. We're live at Most Sacred Heart Church in Eureka for the fish fry. By the way, I, we're going to feature this at 5 o'clock. I had forgotten about this. This is the school where the mama bear came in a couple years ago, I think it was. And I just saw the claw marks and the video and the doors right behind us. And that story is kind of amazing. So uh, that's interesting. Kusamano is going to join us in just a little bit. I kind of don't want to mention what's going on in basketball, but there's a bit of a battle going on with Tennessee and Mizzou right now, and we'll give you the update on that with Frank. Uh, Paul Hall is about to jump on, we think, but we got some communication issues. But the ladies are all about the new Luther movie right yes. now, right? Idris Elba. Idris Elba. It's on Netflix tonight. And 
I forget how many seasons were there, three or four of the original series? I made it through three. There might yeah. have been four, and it got too much for me, and that's how hardcore. In what way? Yeah. It, it was really It's dark. intense. I mean, well, it's... What is, what is the, what's the background of it? He's sort of a, you know, a... A, a, a police... A, he's a... Yeah. yeah. And he chases serial killers. But what's the era? Is it modern? Yes. Yeah, okay. absolutely. All right. All right. Uh, and... This one, he breaks out of prison yes. to hunt down a serial killer from one of his unsolved cases, Mark. Yes. Okay, but can we just get something on the on the table here? You like this because Idris Elba is super hot, right? It's not because you like the show. Can that, you just oh, admit that? Oh, no, it adds. Both. It adds. Yes. It, it, it adds. I mean, look, this is a very well-reviewed show, but Idris Elba, need I say more? I mean, just no. You, you treat us like pieces of meat. Sometimes. Just him. Just him. And it's, it's yeah, kind of that's embarrassing. That's actually a fair point. All right, I think Paul Hall is online. Have you seen that, Paul? We were just talking about Luther. Have you seen the Luther movie? Let's put it this way. Idris Elba belongs being Luther, and he is awesome in every way, shape, and form, and I would yes. see him as fun. Yes. Sounds like he's Can't got a man wait crush to watch on. That tonight. Paul Hall's got a man crush on Idris Elba, but I can understand that as well. All right, we're getting yeah. down a little late here. We're going to do some Oscar stuff. Is there anything new that we should know about this weekend before we get into some of the Oscar talk? Yeah, there's a number of new things. Unfortunately, due to personal life, uh, I can't tell you a whole lot about them other than Scream, the new Scream film. They've gone to New York. And, uh, of course, uh, I think they don't need a character to scream in New York all the time. I think that happens a lot, no matter what you do. Uh, they're there. Woody Harrelson's out in Champions, a new film that uh, will uh, take another look at. You know, when the Fairleys did the film uh, a couple of years back that dealt with Special Olympics because they have folks uh, in, their pa- in, their, uh, in their current history that uh, are with, involved with Special Olympics. Johnny Knoxville was in it a couple of years ago with The Ringer. Um, now Champions, Woody coaches a team of, of Special Olympians, and it, it, there, there's a warmth to it that uh, is something that you wouldn't know given the uh, humor going into it. That's out there for everybody to see, and uh, I I believe 65 is opening, too. I want to see that just because I remember seeing the trailer for uh, Champions a few months ago. I'm looking at the Rotten Tomato score. It's not very good. It looks really good. It looked like it just had a heart, and I think we need more movies like that. Everything's so serious, and I thought that that was a movie that might be um, a feel-good movie, so I'm going to hold my hopes out for that. What else did you mention there, Paul? Uh, 65, I believe, also uh, pops into theaters for a lot of folks. That's the Adam Driver film. You have seen the ads for this one. It's big, it's bold, it's in your face, and it's Adam Driver, you know, and so he's just not uh, in the Star Wars universe this time around. Uh, For those of you who like big, bold action films and don't want to watch the Oscars this weekend, and I know there's a bunch of you, um, that one might be up your alley. So the, the only change personally in entertainment from a week ago for me is on Friday night last week, I started, I finally started Full Swing on Netflix, which looks very closely at the PGA and then last year's yep. controversy with the competing Saudi League live. And I can't remember, Paul, if you've seen it. Jane, have you watched it at all? No, it's but I've heard it's fantastic. Great. My and son loved it. I mentioned this yesterday, too, from this perspective. There is a, a young guy who's my personal trainer at the MAC, and he's not a big golf fanatic in any way, shape, or form, but he watched this show, and <laughs> it's exactly what the PGA is hoping for. He was, like, into it. He wants to know these players. He wants to follow the tour. So some people have kind of poo-pooed this effort by Netflix, but I think it's working in a way promotionally for the PGA, Paul, that they'd hoped for. And, and that's yeah, why and season they did two, it, Season two has been approved, so there will be a right. second season. They'll follow it a little closer, even more. 
All right, Oscars this weekend on Sunday night. We have 10 Best Picture nominees, all quiet Good on the grief. Western Front. Avatar, Banshees of Insurance, Elvis, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, probably the favorite, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun, Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, Women Talking. Is, is it pretty much a foregone conclusion that Everything, Everywhere, All at Once is going to win this thing on Sunday night? I think there's two choices that have risen to the top, everything, as well as All Quiet on the Western Front. This one won the BAFTA. Wow. It's doing really well uh, around. You can see it on Netflix now, so you can judge for yourself. However, here's the, here's the scoop. It's also nominated for Best International Feature, so it does have an out if they don't give it Best Picture, uh, and so they can split their vote between Everything Everywhere and give All Quiet one as well. Uh, I think both of those win those respective categories, and Anything else would be a surprise for the night. Any other predictions for Sunday night? What are you keeping an eye on? Yeah, I, you know, some of these races, I think, have, have been so wide open that I honestly don't know. I mean, think about it for a second. Uh, you, you know, uh, Encino Man could be our winner for best actor in a leading role in Brendan Fraser. I think it's a really good chance that he does, unless Colin Farrell and the Banshees of Inisherin takes it. That one could sweep awards all night long in the acting categories, and if it does that, then, you know, across, you know, you might see something uh, bigger as an upset all through. And I think actress in a supporting role is wide open. Angela Bassett for Black Panther uh, and Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Sue both in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Carrie Condon in Banshees. All those folks could win this award. I think Jamie Lee and Stephanie split because they're both in that same movie, maybe leading to Angela Bassett as your winner in a very popular movie from the year. Jane, what do you got? What are your picks? You got anything here? You've seen most of I these think, movies. You might yeah. have even seen rarely more than me this year. I might have. I really liked Women Talking, but you don't hear anybody talking too. about it, sadly. Uh, but I really like that movie. Um, I think Everything All at Once is probably going to sweep up. Um, I'd like to see Kate Blanchett. I mean, she was so good in Tar. I mean, but I'm a huge fan of hers, so I'd like to think. Did you she has see a shot. Everything Everywhere All at Once? Yeah. Okay, I liked it. I it still was think fine. it was weird, but yes. I, I did think Michelle Yeoh was fantastic in that movie. Absolutely, but I do like me some Kate Blanchett right, in that movie. Right. And she it won, was... didn't she win? Kate Blanchett won the uh, BAFTA, Paul, and she's won a couple others. Guild Kate's Awards leading up to this. Of, Kate's won a lot of them. Michelle has won a lot of them. So this is that one yeah, moment where split. you get the yeah. two favorites really going head to head and controversy out there just this week with Michelle Yeoh. She retweeted a an article uh, that uh, kind of questioned the Academy on maybe it's time for someone else other than Kate to win an award since she's won so many. Um, she, she didn't say it herself. She used someone else's words, but uh, it posed some controversy as the awards were closing uh, their uh, their voting process. And, and I'll tell you what, you're right. Women Talking is the, one of the more underrated films here. It is. Fabulous movie. It is now available for you to see on Peacock if you want to take a look at it there. Um, it, it's a long, dialogue-driven movie uh, for those of you who don't like that type of thing. But I'll tell you, it's, it's Sarah Polly puts together a real winner of a film. You know, I tend to like dialogue-driven movies. Paul Hall, tell folks where they can find your reviews. Simple. Come and guy to come. All right, awesome. Thank you, Paul. Look Take who's care. in the house in, wow. in uh, Eureka drinking a Freedom beer. <laughs> freedom Mark Budweiser. joined us this afternoon. Good afternoon. This is Americana, baby. This is fantastic. It is. It is. It is. 
Sean Flowers said uh, the mayor said there were you know there was a rare sighting of Democrats Jane and John Gaskin on the uh, now on I'm the, the only one. Yeah. Well, you know that Mark came to see me. Of course. Of, course. <laughs> of course. I'm sorry I missed John. He must have just left. I was he hoping did. to see him when He's I was He's a great here. guy. So this really? is kind of your neck of the guy. woods, right? Yeah, I live up in Wildwoods. Not far at all. Not quite as close as when Sue got it scheduled right next to her house. Last <laughs> night. Like I just want to point distance. that out. No, I don't know how that happened. It was coincidence, right, Abby? Brilliant. This coincidence. Nothing yeah. to do with that. Brilliant. <laughs> but it was a happy coincidence. Well, these are a lot of fun. We're going to be in Manchester next week, and then somebody's going to have My to correct parish. me on the, um, on the dates. Uh, Knights Columbus in Cottleville on the 24th. We're going to take the last weekend of the month off, and then the VFW in O'Fallon, Missouri, coming up um, on the 7th of April. Right. So that'll be good. How are you, awesome. Cox? What's going I'm, I'm on? Don't get to fine. see you very much. I, yeah. I know. It's like we're like ships in the night, right? To a certain extent uh, yeah. with the different schedules. <laughs> and then I don't know about you, but I usually skip the station meetings and don't show up at those. So I don't Notice get to that. see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. He's yeah. not a joiner. <laughs> no. Yeah. You know, a joiner. there are more important things to do. Uh, what would you think of the week in politics? There was a lot going on. The COVID hearings, the uh, even the, the Twitter stuff yesterday. I'm not even all into that because I missed some of it. And that was really explosive well. it as got well. nasty. And, it and here's In what I don't understand. Way. And Jane, are we still referring to you as a Democrat? Yeah. Okay, I mean, I know you That's ran a as a Republican. I'm, I'm a checking. moderate. Okay, yeah. all right, just checking here. Yeah. The reason I asked that question is the Twitter hearings come along and there's all this selective outrage at this Matt Taibbi guy, right, who, For who was all the journalist who worked with Elon Musk to expose right. this stuff. And they're calling him like the the, the 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 thing that irritates me the most is if you just put the shoe on the other foot could you imagine the hearings that would have been held in the house under nancy pelosi mark i've had read that situation happened i've read matt taibbi for decades and he is a he was a rabid left-wing liberal that finally because he's a journalist saw the disgusting nature of what's going on out there, and that's why yeah. he decided to expose it. And those Democrats on the panel trying to shame him in some way yesterday <laughs> was just embarrassing. Well, really. And why that's even a partisan issue, I don't get it. Yeah, exactly. I was there just going to say, why, are, what, why have we gotten to the point where we're afraid of information? Regardless of what side it's coming out on, why are we ever in America afraid of information? Like, like security tapes from the Capitol? Anything. Anything. I mean, Let seriously. it all out. I mean, and then people can make their own judgment because I saw some stuff that was awful, but then I also saw some stuff that was not violent. And why are we so afraid? Why are we afraid that Americans are so dumb that they can't discern for themselves what they're seeing or what they're hearing? And I, I just never dreamed we'd be in this place in America where we would be suppressing information. We, we are so fortunate as, as Mark and I and, and all of us here, as people that get to broadcast and give our opinion and tell what we believe to be the truth about situations. And you look at Washington, D.C., what happened this week. The Senate Majority Leader and the Senate Minority Leader from two different parties both endorsed shutting down a media outlet because they didn't like them, the idea that they might show you something they didn't want you to see. That, that's frightening. That but should the, be frightening then, to everyone. Right, but it's also as frightening to hear that um, they knew they were, that you had a media outlet that was pushing an agenda when, you know, they knew they shouldn't. I mean, this is very disturbing. We should always be able to talk about facts. You can, you can put your opinion on any facts, but the idea that we are either suppressing or making up facts is very concerning Well, to the, me. the hit job on Fox News is, is ridiculous because uh, I could level some pretty valid criticism of Fox News and things Absolutely. that they've done. Absolutely, and MSN. But, 
but MSNBC and CNN and the regular line. Look, Andrew Mitchell went on MSNBC and flat out told a lie about Ron DeSantis. I love this guy, Brian Griffin, who is DeSantis's press person, basically, and he's not backing down on any of this. He said, look, either you apologize and we're not going to do anything with NBC stations and their affiliates in the future. So I love the stance that DeSantis and some of these other candidates are taking against the rest of the BS in the media. It, it destabilizes democracy when you have people who are not willing to just say facts. And, right. we, you know, it, 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 democracy can't work if people are afraid of information and if they're afraid so much that they have to censor. Like, we're actually having conversations about censorship in this country. Yeah, that's not a good thing. No. Uh, can, can I uh, plug something real quick? So coming up on the 28th, speaking of democracy, we have some important school board elections that are happening. I'm having a rally. I'm going to host it down at uh, Wente's, a restaurant in Chesterfield in the Valley on the 28th, 5 to 8. It's free. I'm going to invite candidates who are common sense. Uh, surprisingly, they're not the candidates that the Missouri NEA is endorsing. I know you'll be shocked by that, but uh, I'm going to invite candidates that want parents to have a say on their school boards. Uh, Tom Dunn, who's running for the Rockwood District, is, happens, I just saw him a few minutes ago. He's here today, right? The, these are the people you need to meet. And uh, we're going to give people an opportunity well, to do know, that. Well, so you know, most people, the overwhelming majority of the electorate doesn't take time to vote in those small I know. elections. And they may be more important and directly affect your life more than some of the big elections. I have to wrap up because we got Kusumano on hold. Mark Cox, thank you for coming out here. You bet. And seeing us drinking some Freedom beer, getting some fish in Eureka. We'll come back with Mr. Kusumano. Coming up next on 97.1 FM Talk. Hang in there. Because Mizzou just beat Tennessee in the SEC quarterfinal. So let's try this, Jane. Ready? M-I-Z. Z-O-U. Not too bad. That was pretty good. We got Kusumano on the line. I know you're just back from Jupiter, but how about that victory for the University of Missouri basketball team and Dennis Gates, Frank? Yeah. Mark, first time ever in the SEC tournament semifinals, which is just unbelievable. I thought we were going to give you this great stat about how they've never lost a game when they score in the 70s, and the game's decided by five points or less, but Mizzou ended up winning 79-71. They didn't need to do it, but i got to tell you something. This dynamic duo of Kobe Brown and Demoy Hodge was unbelievable today. They scored 50 points. One went nine for 13. One went nine for 16. Gosh, what they're doing is you're just moving up their NCAA seed. They can win tomorrow, get to the finals. Who knows where they could end up? Yeah, look, Woo! I've been looking at a six seed all along, and this whole talk of the 8-9 possibility was a little risky just because then you got to play a one. If they would have lost last weekend and dropped one of those games, I think they're probably 8-9. This will, I think, at least guarantee you a seven, and I think you can move to 5-6 if you somehow win. you got to play Alabama tomorrow, though, right? Yeah, but I tell you, if they do win and they're playing Sunday – and it's a really close game. I don't think they can get the four, but there's a shot. Yep, you're not you're not kidding about that. All right, you're just back from Jupiter, so talk baseball, Frank. Yeah, um, down there uh, for a couple of days, and um, I tell you, there is an interesting dilemma that Ali Marmol is going to have to deal with at second base because Brendan Donovan has to play. You know, with what he did last year in that 400 on base percentage, third in rookie of the year. Well, let me say this. Uh, Nolan Gorman has made a huge stride in his development. He's got this leveled-off swing. He's hitting home runs to the opposite field. Uh, this is a dynamic offensive player, and he's 23. So it's a pleasant problem to have. I'm not sure how they're going to solve it. Maybe Gorman is just a full-time DH. But uh, he's also moving better, too. He's in much better shape. Another quick note. 
is Dylan Carlson put on 12 pounds of basically muscle. He did not like being fatigued and worn out at the end of last season. He, he looks like he has a different body. So they're counting on him right now to take one of those corner outfield spots. Spent some time with Ali Wormall last night, and he believes that Tyler O'Neill is going to be their center fielder. They like the way he fields better than any other center fielder they have on the roster right now, which I thought was kind of interesting because Carlson looks like a pure center fielder, and Newt Barr has played there more than Tyler. So a lot of interesting things going down in Jupiter as we speak. Okay, thoughts on pitching. And I'd love your thoughts on just the, uh, the pitch clock and what you saw related to that, too. Yeah, I, look, I'm in favor of it. I don't want to watch a game that lasts three hours and 40 minutes. And I know some of the baseball purists um, are upset about it. They think games could be decided by the pitch count. You know what I think? I think get, go through some growing pains in spring training when the games don't matter. Scare the hell out of the pitchers. Make sure they're learning this. they got to pitch. you got to pitch. And the hitters can't be you know, taken off their batting gloves every 10 seconds. And I think by the time the season starts, everything will be fine. I know one thing. I talked to Dakota Hudson after the game yesterday, and he said, and he's really one of these guys that's guilty of it, uh, he, don't, he says, does not think it's going to be a problem. And all pitchers work better when they work faster. I think in general it's going to be okay. I don't want a game being decided by the pitch clock, and I don't think there will be when the season starts. Hey, we're going to get a pretty big crowd at the Dome on Sunday, aren't we? Yeah, I'm, I don't know if I can say 40, but I'm going to say definitely over 30. It's going to really be cool. We're really excited about it. And the, is the soccer team back on the road this weekend, right? They are. They're on the road, yes. Uh, well, that was an amazing. Okay. Jane, were you there last week? I can't remember. At the game. No, no, okay. no. no uh -uh. We talked about it a little bit with Frank on Monday. All right, Kusamano, awesome. well, welcome back from Jupiter. Thank you for the updates. What's on Sports Plus? Are you going to feature some baseball? Yes, we're going to talk with uh, John Mozeliak. We'll have a little bit with Ali Marmol. And then, of course, hopefully uh, covering the zoo and St. Louis U winning their conference tournaments on Sunday. Awesome. Thank you, Frank. Have a great weekend. Right. We'll talk Monday afternoon. All righty. Bye-bye. Frank Cusimano from KSDK always joins us on Monday and Friday. We're wrapping up our second hour here at Most Sacred Catholic Church in Eureka. This was where a bear visited this school. What? And there's video that I saw. They actually have plexiglass over the, uh, so I have to show you this at the top of the hour, yeah. where the bear claws are, because this bear comes in the school. I can't remember how, Fred, you remember how long ago it was? It was I don't years. know. Yeah, four, four years, four years four ago, years? Sean. Okay, so uh, who's going to join us? Father Joe's going to tell the story. What? And he gave me some video that sort oh of paints gosh. the picture of what happened. It's pretty crazy. The uh, the bear went into the school, tried to go into the restroom as well. Sure, Sue. sure. So we'll have much more on that. And uh, that's Sean Flower, the voice you heard there. He's the mayor of Eureka. He joined us on the roundtable this afternoon. We're going to talk a little bit more with him after the top of the hour. Our friend Susan L. Ward is going to drop by for Yay. a visit this afternoon as well. Uh, we'll get an update. I didn't mention the players tournament with Frank because Dan Reardon, no relation, is going to join us around 545 with an update on the term. I know Rory was having a heck of a trouble trying to get back on track. Might not have made the cut, but some of the other big names also struggling. That leaderboard to me looked very unfamiliar with um, more familiar names earlier today. We'll take a break here at the top of the hour. Sue's got traffic. We're coming back with a whole lot more in our 5 o'clock hour. There's still time to come by, get some fish, say hi to the gang here at Most Sacred Catholic Church in Eureka on 97.1 FM Talk. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 